If you truly love the work you do and you do it with your heart and good purpose to serve yourself and other people, then that should be enough. Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for being here and being a part of our True Form Life community, whether you're listening on terrestrial radio across the country or as a podcast around the world. We certainly wouldn't be here without you. Now, today I'm bringing on Caroline Collins, and she has a very interesting story as we like to bring on different guests of different backgrounds. Caroline is well-read. She's interesting. She's from the East Coast, moved to the West Coast. She's got a lot of different things going on. She competes in jujitsu. Well, that's a difficult word for me to say. She also does a lot of work around nutrition and wellness as a whole. So I'm super excited to have her on the show and can't wait to share this interview with you. So sit back and enjoy. We got all that coming up. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. All right, welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated, Exploring Mind and Body. Heard all about Caroline in the introduction, so without further ado, welcome to the show, Caroline. Thank you, Drew. I'm happy to be here. You're welcome. It's our pleasure. So we are excited to jump into this interview, a very unique story, and I am super excited to get into it. Can we take a moment here to give you a chance to resonate with the, the audience? Maybe you could share a bit about yourself, who you are, what you do. Yeah. All right. So uh, my name is Caroline Collins. Right now, I'm at the point of my life. I'm a business owner. I'm an athlete. Um, I run a fitness and nutrition business, serving clients, uh, personal or group training. And I design nutrition plans for whatever people are trying to achieve, whether it's just eating healthy or they want to lose weight, they want to gain muscle. Um, I had a client recently that had tumors. She wanted to naturally heal. So I'm all about holistic health. Um, my athletic background, I've been an athlete my whole life. I'm a Brazilian jiu-jitsu competitor. Um, so I have a fight coming up July 10th I'm preparing for. I'm also a capoeirista, a yoga instructor. Uh, just love fitness, love the whole uh, mind-body connection. And then um, I'm an owner of a cafe uh, in Redondo Beach, and uh, I'm a former science educator. So I have a lot of things in my past that I've done that I am at this point in my life that I'm understanding how amazing it is. I used to think I was just like a collection of um, random skills, but now I'm maturing and learning how I'm like synchronizing everything to really fulfill my purpose, which is to um, bring about holistic health and build better people through the mind and body and really, um, you know, activating the strengths of what we naturally have through living a natural lifestyle. Yeah, it's interesting that, we, you know, our our past can lead us to our future. I would say that our past doesn't define our future if we don't allow it, especially if it's painful. But in many cases, all these steps have brought us to where we are now. And I think if we could be proud and happy of the things that we'd accomplished, then we can use them all together. For sure. 
Yeah, there's uh, there's a lot of times in life, I think, where we are trying to achieve a certain way and um, or like a title or, you know, you're trying to get, you know, some status. And I like that you said, you know, you have to be proud of like what you've done and what you have, because that is what can really define you is that creation of yourself based on like what what you've gained in life and what what special gifts that you have. No question. So where did you grow up? I grew up in the countryside of Western Massachusetts. Um, very rural, um, you know, little, little town. And I had a big family, seven kids in my family, my parents and a lot of cousins and uncle and aunts. So just a really big, happy family and country, country life. How, at what age were you or where in your life were you like, I need to move away from? It sounds pretty awesome. <laughs> I can't yeah. tell you. I, don't get me wrong. I love LA, but that sounds pretty cool. So when in your life were you like, I need to get away from this? I'm going to the big city. I started Brazilian jiu-jitsu back in Massachusetts, but I started with my professor currently, Cobrinha, and he's in Los Angeles and he's one of the best in the world. And Starting to train with him was so life-changing. And I was like, all right, I want to commit myself to his teachings and uh, learn the art through him. And uh, so I stayed in LA and then other things happened. I got promoted to um, department chair uh, quickly after I started teaching. So just like things, opportunities really came my way. So I was like, I got to make the most of this. So I stayed and it's been seven years. That's awesome. I wanted to ask you a question about your bio. Maybe what may that I found in your bio, sorry, that maybe got you into the jujitsu, which is a very difficult word for me to say, I gotta tell you. <laughs> I can almost never say it right. <laughs> so you mentioned that you were attacked. Can you tell us about this? Yeah. Um, so it was after my undergrad, I uh you know, I'm a very slender framed person and I am athletic though. So I was um, in a, a bad relationship. I was in a bad point in my life. I wasn't healthy, wasn't taking care of myself. There were a lot of red flags with this relationship. And um, I woke up one morning, uh, a couple months after graduating, and it, I woke up to my boyfriend at the time. He was beating me up. He was going uh, he wasn't in his right state of mind. And, um, it was being attacked in alone in a house that I realized I was like, I just spent my whole life learning academics and I have no idea how to use my body right now. And, um, at the time I was a counselor for homeless adults. And one thing we learned in the training is, if situations ever get violent, you have to remain calm and you have to not be emotional. Otherwise, the person gets more emotional. So when I was being attacked and beaten up, um, I had to just accept it because I didn't know how to use my body. I didn't want to fight back and anger him more. So it was accepting a beating. And thankfully, I got out of that. I, I was okay. I was bruised and, you know, a little beaten. But um, I went out of it knowing that I was like, I need to know how to take care of my body and use it. And uh, I saw after a martial art to learn 
just body movement. I wasn't even looking for self-defense. I was just like, I need to know how to use my body. And what ended up finding me was Brazilian jiu-jitsu. What, that is the art of self-defense. Um, so I've been training jiu-jitsu for 10 years now. Um, I have two uh, world titles. And uh, so it's been amazing. And it's also brought me to my current businesses as well. That's awesome. Tell me what a world title looks like. Are you are you traveling the world to, um, I'm not sure what the, compete against all kinds of different people? What does that look like? All right. Well, I have traveled the world. I've competed in Europe. I've competed around the United States. But um, once a year in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, there is a competition championship uh, by the International Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Federation. And it's the world. It's the best. And, you know, it's who gets the world uh, titles. So um, there you're world ranked. And uh, as a purple belt, I was third in the world. And then this past December of 2019, um, I competed as a brown belt and I was second. I, I got second place for my division. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. And so this is something you said you have another competition. You don't call them fights. What do you call them? Competitions? competitions or fights like this one i have a fight I, and this one is a fight because it's uh like the international brazilian jiu-jitsu federation is the most highly acclaimed like uh you know their status those are like competitions this one coming up i'm calling a fight because it's a uh it's a different organization they run it a little differently and i only f i know who i'm fighting ahead of time and there's only one person whereas competitions you fight until you lose where uh, this one coming up, it's July 10th, it is um, just a, one other girl that I'm fighting. So I call this one a fight. Okay, so you can prepare for this individual. Yes. Uh, there's different strategies. Like this girl, I, um, you know, I could study her game and everything, but I, I don't do it like that. I, uh, I just focus on myself and what I am good at and strengthen that. And is there something that you aspire to? Like, I don't know what the next level is. Do you want to get like a black belt and compete at that level? Or is that how it works? I'm uh that's a good question. Cause I'm really, a lot of people go into jujitsu with like these aspirations of what they want to do and become. And for me, I've kind of just, I'm like, I just want to love what I do. So I, of course, like I would, I want to get my black belt. I've been a brown belt for a year and a half and I've been training regularly, so it will come. Um, but I've been learning how to use the art to help people. So I started um, self-defense programs here in Redondo Beach for a woman. I've also led seminars in uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu when I traveled like Massachusetts. I did a seminar there and then um, I did a recent uh, self-defense and wellness seminar um, for local schools. And because uh, I'm a former science educator, so I still try to connect with the schools. And then um, now I'm getting into corporate training. So I got hired by Randstad and um, also Athleta, which is another company to uh, do a self-defense class. And, you know, that for me is like it's self-defense and confidence training. Cause it's, um, that's something I've learned from jujitsu is just how to be more confident and, you know, being ready for an attack, um, with basic self-defense skills. So 
I'm letting Brazilian jiu-jitsu and the art take me, you know, with my purpose. I'm not like defining a goal I want exactly. Have you ever had to use this in self-defense since you've learned it? No, but I, uh, I've always questioned, uh, (laughs) like, but, uh, you know, I've had definitely, I've had approaches by people, but something I've, I've seen myself, you know, cause not everyone that does jujitsu has a martial artist mind. Um, something my professor, you know, has talked about and I've learned and also learned through my experiences is that martial arts state of mind where I am ready for a fight at any given moment but I don't go to look for a fight. So I've been like confronted by people and they've like, you know, you could tell that they want to fight, but I just remain very calm and stand my ground. And usually people just back out, but um, it's there if I ever need it. And that is really great. You know, I walking around knowing that you're equipped to fight is an awesome feeling. And so I got to ask you, <laughs> I got to ask you this because I, I think about sometimes, is there anyone that you aspire to that maybe, how, I don't know how to ask the question. Like I looked at some of the guys that when I was growing up, I'd see them in movies like Van Damme, for example, um, Chuck Norris, and then yeah. Steven Seagal. Like I, I think that they were com- like they competed before they got to like the movie level, didn't they? Or or do you know that background? Chuck Norris did uh, train someone I've trained um, self defense with uh, the Gracies, who are the family that started uh, jujitsu. Chuck Norris trained with them jujitsu. Um, I think jujitsu is a part of you know I know some police academies, some military people train it because it's a combative sport, so. You know, um, I'm sure they might have it for movies. And uh, to be honest, Drew, my parents didn't allow TV in the house. (laughs) So I I never got to watch people, uh, you know, Hollywood stars. I didn't know what was happening. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, it's just interesting. Like, I I always wonder what people think from the inside because I'm just, I don't, you know, I don't know much about it. So, um very cool. So for you, now you're looking at more of a profession. So what's the next level for you? What, what do you want to achieve or, or what are you working towards when it comes to the holistic approach to living a healthy lifestyle? Well, I guess, you know, what I'm seeing for myself now is that um, I have so many great skills that I used to think were random, but now I see they all are connected. Like I, my background, uh, my undergrad was in law. My master's was in science education. Um, I really was focused on nutrition, you know, starting in school and my undergrad. Um, So I have a passion for that. And then I've been in fitness my whole life. Um, I've been a snowboarder for 25 years. I've been in yoga for 18 years, jujitsu 10, capoeira 6, and just fitness in general. So I'm bringing that all together and also my um, experiences competing because when you're a competitor, that's a whole other level. It's not just your fitness in your like technique, your physical techniques, it's your mindset. So I have clients that I serve that I've like not even I, I almost the term is like funny, you know, life coach because like anyone could be a life coach, but you end up becoming the guide for people, um, you know, on how to just 
live in your body, enjoy your body and like maximize on your health and happiness. And so my next steps, what I'm planning is to start a fitness and wellness center probably. And I'm like, does it include jujitsu? Probably. Um, does it include self-defense? Probably. Um, but also like I'm being hired by these corporate, um, companies to go in and do training with their employees. Because I also, I worked with Mike Tyson for over a year in his company doing their workplace nutrition. And, um, I have been able to use my education, um, science understanding of nutrition to be like, okay, how do you increase productivity? How do you increase and promote wellness, you know, at the workplace through nutrition. And then, you know, mixing that in with the the fitness and being a competitor, um, you know, I'm kind of visualizing and formulating my next steps as in like, I want a concrete place because right now I rent out of a gym or I go train at clients' houses. So I, I want a brick and mortar and have a fitness center and, uh, you know, keep in connection with the corporate trainings um, as well. And, you know, the schools to just promote this about, you know, let's really like, for me, life is about being using your natural abilities and, you know, enjoying a natural lifestyle and having health and happiness. Um, so it's like, for me, I'm like, how do I promote this for anyone, whether you're my client or you're in a school or at a workplace? Um, so that's kind of where I'm at right now. You said, Mike, does Mike Tyson have a business, like a corporation? He owns, he's one of the partners for Tyson Ranch, which is a um, cannabis and CBD company. Okay. And uh, one of their headquarters was in, well, their business headquarters was in El Segundo. So uh, my cafe, Green Tree Cafe, we started um, catering their events. And then I met him, you know, and just talking with my background and I proposed to them, okay, let me um, bring in um, your workplace wellness with nutrition. Cause right now they like would, you know, go out during lunch and get stuff for their employees and bring it back. And I mean, they're around cannabis and that stuff. So it's like, you want your employees to still be productive, even if they're doing these other things and who doesn't, whether you're, doing cannabis or not, like every employer wants their employees to be healthy and productive because that just makes for a better workplace. So I was like, let me use my nutrition, design nutrition for you guys full time, bring in the food and, um, you know, promote this wellness and working with Mike Tyson too. He started uh, going on a diet, special type of diet. So I worked with that to um, make his food for him as well. And I don't know if you know now, but he's going back to fight at 53 years old. Oh my so gosh, I didn't hear that. <laughs> he lost a whole bunch of weight. He got back into, you know, the fighting spirit. He's back at it. It's awesome. Very cool. So it was, it, it was a nice experience to be able to work with him and talk with him. Yeah. He's a great guy. He's one of, you know, the most, uh, for me, inspirational athletes, you know, he came from, uh, the Bronx, like the hoods of Bronx. He didn't have parental leadership. He learned on the streets. He, he was abused by his managers. I mean, like, you know, they took his money. He, he had to learn a lot in life at a young age. And, um, I mean, just look at his record as well. So he, he battled 
life in a lot of ways that normal person doesn't. And now he's back at it at 53 years old and he's a very nice person on top of it. Do you have a, it sounds like you, sounds like you did a lot of reading or I don't know if it was textbooks or other types of books. Do you have a favorite book that inspires you? Oh my gosh. I love books. Um, it's interesting that you can tell that, that I'm a reader. Um, well, I'm always reading nutrition, science, business, and mindset books. Um, but a book that has inspired me that I, I think speaks most loudly to me is Jack London's book called Martin Eden. And uh, I don't know if you've ever read it or, you know, Jack London, you, you know, he writes about, um, he wrote like the white fang called the wild, but uh, this book is a little different. It's about a, uh, a man's evolution into the world of knowledge, I guess. And he becomes self-aware and he educates himself. He's totally turned on at first in the beginning of the book by all the, uh, the educated people. He's a poor sailor. He grew up on the rough part of the streets and he's not educated. And, but he's so um, impressed by the people that are educated. So he gets like a taste of their culture and he wants to be a part of it. So he self learns everything and he ends up finding out like after he self learns and he's writing, writing, and he just learns that a lot of people can talk the talk and have these titles by their name, but they really don't know anything at the end of the day. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> And uh, his journey, and it was also interesting. So he's always trying to sell his books because he's this avid writer and he gets denied all over the place. No one knows him. Finally, he gets a breakthrough. Someone real, you know, sees his work and is amazed by it. And uh, then all of a sudden he gets fame, he gets rich. And then he realizes all these people that once rejected him or after him and so he's seeing the world from like he once was a poor sailor like you know no one paid attention to him and now he wrote something and everyone loves him and then he just starts writing crap just because he's like let's see if they'll accept this <laughs> and then he and everyone's like oh my god this is the best work ever <laughs> and uh, so he's just like he's so turned off by the world i won't tell you what happens in the end but it's just it reminds me of you know there's been uh, another author I really like is Flaubert. He's a French classic. And then there's some artists and musicians, uh, composers, classical composers that during their lifetime, no one celebrated them. No one uh, gave them credit for the uh, work they did. They were rejected. And then after they die, someone discovers their work and thinks it's amazing. And so I take the story of Martin Eden and these other artists that it's like, you never should let anyone define your greatness, whether you're accepted or not. Like you have to believe in yourself and you have to know if you truly love the work you do and you do it with your heart and good purpose to serve yourself and other people, then that should be enough because so often, especially in social media nowadays, is like we look for acceptance by numbers and uh, like what really defines your success, you know? So that is, uh, that's why I really like Martin Eden. I got to read that. You sold me. I, I'm, I read yeah. every day, so I, I got to oh, pick wow. that up. So I, I want to, I just want to ask you if there's anything we missed before we wrap things up or if there's anything else that you wanted to add. You know, I actually wanted to ask you, Drew, because you came from a, an, 
a very similar background to me. You were into athletics, you were into fitness and nutrition, and that kind of brought about your wellness. Um, and I thought that was funny. We had a similar background. We, we do. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting. I think we're even parallel. Like we talked about here off air that you had a chance to go back to Massachusetts when, um, you know, when things are getting things are crazy in L.A. And, and I had the chance to come back to Canada in both remote rural kind of areas. So I, I feel like there's a lot of parallels in our lives for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 amazing what, um you know, for me, it's like the best type of living to maximize your life it's just simple things that bring about it. It's sleeping well, eating well, moving your body and being aware of your thoughts and what you pay attention to. And, and you know what? I, I like that. Like it can be that simple. Like we have so many, like there's so many diets and there's so many pills and there's so many like mindsets of like, how can I achieve this and that? And you know, like, in most cases, every one of our goals at the end of the day is is the, just what you mentioned, to live a, a healthier lifestyle and to be happy and to have a clear mind and to be able to move your body and, and not be in pain. And, and it can be that simple, but we, you know, I think that we're on social media and we see all these pictures of fabricated, edited illustrations that aren't true and they aren't people's lives and we try to replicate something that isn't real so if we can go back to the basics and understand that living simple or living healthy can be simple i think we'd all be much better off yeah and uh that's something i i teach my clients is how to intuitively live almost and intuitively eat because nothing is fancy when it comes to nutrition or lifestyle and nothing can be copied. You're just going to be a bad version of whoever you're trying to copy. And uh, you're right. There's always new diets and new trends. And for me, that's like marketing. It's all like a marketing scam because I don't like to say diet. It's a lifestyle. It's eating for your health. It's eating for your wellness and you should enjoy eating. You should never have to calorie count. You shouldn't have to, you know, um, restrict yourselves or do Weigh these. Food. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's simple rules I teach my clients and how to do it that you don't have to do that calorie counting or weighing your food. But the most important thing is like, enjoy yourself in this experience. Don't get distracted by all the fancy stuff because it's a very simple way on how to live. Our bodies are made by nature. So you have to remember that they respond best to things also made by nature. Um, so that's like the type of lifestyle I tried to incorporate in my training with clients is just like, Hey, it's really simple. We've just been so distracted by things that we think matter and it doesn't. So it's like, let's go back to the roots and enjoy yourself along the experience. Caroline, tell us where people can find more details about you, whether that be a website or a program, or I'm not sure what anything else that you could share with us so people can reach out to you awesome drew uh so right now i'm building the website but the best way to get a hold of me is just instagram it's simple i'm on there and you can find me uh my name's caroline collins and the instagram name is it's my old granola business so it's ccs granola cc's granola so instagram is ccs granola and i'm 
happy to connect on there. Awesome. That was fantastic, Caroline. Thank you so much for sharing some of your insights and expertise with us. We very much appreciate it. Thank you, Drew. It was a great time. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. So thanks, so, thanks so much to Caroline for coming on. We appreciate her time and expertise. You can definitely check her out on Instagram to see what she has going on. If you'd like to check us out on social media, we're at facebook.com slash trueformlife, posting about lifestyle, fitness, nutrition on a regular basis to keep you interested and motivated and going in the right direction. We're also on instagram.com slash drewtadia. It's always appreciated when we're tagged or when we're, when someone's listening to a show and they put a, we put a picture up or put a comment about how they're enjoying the show that really keeps us going and gives us the motivation to keep putting together new shows each week you can find all past shows on exploringmindandbody.com we have been doing this show for years so if you're looking for a show if you're looking for a specific topic you can head over to exploringmindandbody.com type in the search and something will pop up i can just about guarantee it our main website is trueformlife.com this is where we do more meal planning recipes at home workouts stress relief energy digestion is what we do 100 percent full-time we are moving forward day in and day out. So we so much appreciate you guys following along, seeing what we're doing, what we have going on. You can also check out our other podcast called Transformations Through Running. Very interesting, incredible stories. I would say extraordinary stories from regular people that that are just there to inspire, to share. And I think that even if you're not a runner, you get something out of that show as well. You can find that on iTunes and Spotify and a bunch of other podcasting platforms. That's, that's pretty much all I got for you guys. Thank you so much for being here. We'll see you next week. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Taddy, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.